Are you happy in your business? Now, I have had my share of emotional ups and downs in my 20 years of being a solo entrepreneur coach. And the patterns I've seen in myself and in my clients is that those downs are usually when I was personally feeling unfulfilled. Sometimes it was because a launch that flopped and sometimes it was just life and had nothing to do with business. But those ups, oh boy, those are the times when I was feeling my most authentic and completely aligned to my purpose or when I just felt like I was rocking that work-life balance. I would be thinking, I could do this all day long and never feel tired. One of my loves is sharing what works for me and what has been working for my clients to achieve this very feeling, full of passion, happiness, peace, and freedom. So I decided to create a private podcast for coaches. Maybe you just want to develop better communication skills that boosts engagement, leads to better results, and makes you feel like you're actually making a difference in the lives of the people you serve. Then you're invited too. We talk about this and more in the UBU private podcast for coaches. Whether you're a mentor, a parent, or run a client-focused business, coaching skills benefit everyone and anyone who wants to communicate in a way that builds relationships. Fall in love with your life and business again. Click the link in the show notes for your invitation to join us right now. Then come back and enjoy this episode. It's an instinct that's very in the present moment. Yes, no. Should I do this? Shouldn't I do this? And not much more than that. It's the kind of instinct we would all benefit from in the, in the jungle, the mighty jungle. <laughs> the lion sleeps tonight. I'm not going to sing, but you get the idea the, where, we, where we're using our instinct to navigate life. It's time to stop comparing yourself to others and plug in to what is uniquely you. Welcome to Unbox Your Personality, the podcast for coaches, parents, and mentors like you who understand that your happiness makes you more effective at what you do, bringing out the best in others. I'm Jen Higgins, personality strategist and Enneagram fluff remover. Get laser focused on who you are and who you aren't, so you're free to make the impact you were born to make and have fun doing it. Your personality is your business. So let's get down to business. And we're back with Calling Joy Part 2. If you haven't listened to Part 1, go do that now because you don't want to miss her incredible story going from an extremely shy kid and struggling teen to having a global business inspiring us all to, her quote, be a voice for wisdom wherever you are. Now, I left you in suspense after that cliffhanger in part one. So let's go ahead and dive in. Real happiness, the happiness of home, I'm going to reiterate, is just present. So there's contentment without a reason. And that's the highest expression of seven, but it's also the true self, you see. So they meet each other, you know, they meet each other. Uh, eventually. <laughs> yes. 
That that is one of the most valuable things that I think I've learned from you is that balance is balancing um, the gaps and closing the gaps through a balance, not from a don't close the gap by ignoring something, but by actually acknowledging something that you're trying to ignore. And that has been very impactful to me and to my clients that I have it's one of the biggest ahas that they have. And that's how we get back to wholeness. Mm-hmm. And I was talking, we have a mastermind on Mondays and we were talking about how your body never lies. And being in the body triad as a nine, uh, you probably get this probably way better than I do (laughs) being in the head triad. But what I understand is that, you know, the body doesn't lie, but our emotions and our beliefs can trigger our bodies to do something to react in such a way that sometimes we just have to change our emotions and our beliefs so that we can actually hear the message that our body is trying to tell us. Uh, And, and some, some people are like, well, my body says not, not to do that. I'm like, well, what are you telling your body? (laughs) (laughs) Like, let's check your thoughts too, (laughs) because we are whole. (laughs) And if we fixate on just one or the other, sometimes we can get mixed messages. Do you agree with that? It's okay if you don't. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) So there were a couple of, um, I think there were a couple of touchy points that you raise little little touchstones there. Uh, if I can first comment on the fact that I think one of the possible misconceptions that I've heard in Enneagram conversations, not from you, but just in case, because it feels like an opportunity here, um, is, and I'm going to say the difference between intuition and instinct. So as you know, eight, nine, and one on the Enneagram are classically called instinct types. And then two, three, four heart types. And of course, five, six, seven mind types, right? Which is what you're saying. Now, instinct is absolutely, let's say a little bit more physically felt by the body, but so are emotions and so are thoughts. So when I teach and, you know, teaching is always a double-edged sword <laughs> because the words help, but they can also eventually become a problem as well. Um, and you've got to deliver information in a staggered way. You, you start with the, with the broad strokes and then move up to more detail. So, so it's not entirely, well, it can be helpful to, to remember that the body is behind all three types and to just get a little bit of clarity around intuition versus instinct and body versus these three intelligence centers. So it might be quite nice to think of them as three intelligence centers and that the mind is using, it's like three apps. The mind is using certain functionality in order to process information for us to experience the world. The heart is using a different type of app to do the same, to process from the world. And the gut is also, and Yet, intuition and the body are behind all three. So a mind type can actually be incredibly intuitive, as can a heart type, as can a gut type. And they can all benefit from body awareness because of it. 
And the, the, the difference between, let's say, gut-based, as in eight, nine, and one instinct and intuition is that that instinct is very much a survival program. Uh, so, the, so it's that, it, it, it's an instinct that's very in the present moment, yes, no, should I do this, shouldn't I do this, and not much more than that. It's the kind of instinct we would all benefit from in the, in the jungle, the mighty jungle. <laughs> the lion sleeps tonight. I'm not going to sing, but you get the idea. The, where, we, where we're using our instinct to navigate life. In, whereas intuition, that quiet knowing, that subtle, that subtle, it, it, we, you know, our language is so restrictive, isn't it, Jen? Because now I must say the word feeling, but I'm not talking about emotional need as in the heart types. I'm not talking feeling as in anger feelings of the gut types. And I'm not talking about feelings that the, the fear types, right? Like fear is still a feeling and anger is still a feeling. So intuition for me, always feels like it's pre-verbal. It, it, it is that that uh, intuition, that ability to tune in to the teacher within us, right? To wisdom, for example. And so perhaps that is helpful to, so I'm agreeing with you, but I'm also adding a layer of understanding that there is instinct, there is obviously emotional need and there is the mind processing and and then behind all of that is the body and that the body is absolutely I agree such a helpful intuitive tool and I do feel like our bodies don't lie I think our instincts can be limited just like our emotional need can be limited and our minds can be limited because they're all apps that are designed for like a like a certain function. So they, they have limited ability to see. Metaphor, another one, always bazillions of metaphors. I love it, that. It's a, it's a little bit like looking through a filter, looking through a lens. If I pick up a pair of glasses, where's my glasses, right? Which I'm in firm denial about having to wear as I approach the age of 50. <laughs> so, you know, glasses are a filter, they're helpful, they, they have a function. And these three intelligence centers, of which our personalities tend to have default settings around, they are absolutely filters, they're absolutely lenses. Now, intuition if you want to use the idea, is instead of looking through the filter, is now turning the other way, right? Because it's intuition. And the first thing we usually bump into is the feeling of the body, the whole sense of the body. And the body, for, for me, what, what wisdom has shown me, the, like I was saying earlier, is made of that same intelligence. It's birthed from the intelligence that births galaxies mm -hmm. so we're tapping into that intelligence we're tapping into something deeply miraculous actually and beautiful and and that is a it's just it's as if these three lenses or these three apps help us to look outwards at the world mm -hmm. and they have their specific functions and now Yes, if we turn our attention the other way, 
which first feels like body. And then if we go a little deeper, there's home. <laughs> but uh, there, there is that intelligence. And it's difficult for these three centers to translate what they get from that side of the lens. Um, and we have to perhaps be careful when we are translating because our translation is always fallible and it's absolutely always flawed. But we, we, we do our best to translate wisdom into words uh, for the benefit of, back to the metaphor, upgrading the apps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I know for me, learning to get in tune with my body, being a head type, um, is it's a it's a task it's a task to do it and so i've i've been teaching my my students a framework that i call the core framework and the c in core stands for check yourself and that's a pause it's tuning in what is your body saying uh, and being the head type sometimes i'll feel something i'll get that intuition and then I'll start thinking about it and I'll start getting nervous <laughs> and then I'll be like, okay, so maybe I'm not supposed to. And then I'll talk myself out of it. And then I go back. Okay. Let me go back to my seat, to the sea of core and check in and let's really see what my body is saying. And sometimes I have to choose different words. Sometimes I have to, yeah. uh, you know, some knowing about my personality, sometimes I have to like, literally take my brain out of the future and put it in my lap and think about what's going on right now uh, because you know sevens are all in the future <laughs> and so so that has learning to get in touch with my body and and getting in tune with what it's trying to tell me that inner wisdom is is it's just I think it's the key of transformation yeah, I agree. I, I agree. I agree completely. Um, and, and, you know, when I, when I was young, all I wanted to do was escape my body. So it was quite a surprise to, to, well, because I felt separate from it and I thought it was in the way of me getting home. Meantime, it, what was actually in the way was the ignorance that was sitting in the gut, the heart and the mind. And as you know, I, I live in, in South Africa, in Africa, we, we, we get to go on safaris a lot. And it's part of the way we grow up. We have to usually drive pretty far to go where wild animals go and camping and four by four trailers and all that is something that I've taken a real liking to. Um, and one of the most beautiful things to see out in the wild is, is a waterhole, some kind of place where, where there's some water, because usually in the evening or the morning, all the animals come to drink. And, and you know, they're usually a bit skittish, and they're always nervous because there's often predators, but they come to drink because in, 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 in Africa, water is a very precious commodity and it's not easy it's not like i've been to the the united states a few times and i remember just thinking everything's so big because our our trees are relatively small and our everything here is very harsh africa is a very harsh beauty um whereas you've got these 
big lakes, for example, we don't really have many big bodies of water. So point being is, is this, the, these bodies of water, this oasis, in, in some ways, we think that we are our, our minds, our hearts and our guts. Meantime, you are that wholeness that is the oasis for your heart, your mind and your guts, like the animals in a way come to, to, to benefit from and, so, and to drink from and to, to be nourished by. So if you think of it that way, when you do your connecting with your core, when, you, when you're shifting attention, you're changing radio stations. As you know, it's part of my intuition coach training is, is that you're changing radio stations from mind FM <laughs> you know, or heart FM or gut instinct FM because lest we forget and think that all red pills have naturally got this. They really, they don't have to maybe go so far because they're in that sort of feely body thing. But I know a lot of eights, for example, and ones that also struggle with this, Jane, you'll be pleased to know, equally as the head types, because they are locked into this instinct radio station. Mm -hmm. So it's still a... It's still, a, it's still a tuning in or resting. In fact, it's more like a resting of attention than it is a sending attention to something. It's a, you'll feel that when you're in that space where that clarity comes, that wisdom comes, I've, I call it building a wisdom well. It's actually a big focus for me this year. I'm writing a fourth book uh, about it. Um, and it, it's about going deeper than the surface mind, deeper than these three apps even. So when you're doing that mindful meditative practice, that's very simple and beautiful and ordinary. And even though I know, understand what you're saying, it's challenging. You are actually sending your back down into the well. And then you're finding new words because you've changed radio stations and you're, you're looking to translate that into words you're looking for well now it doesn't look like that anymore something that you were seeing in one moment through the lens suddenly looks different there's a little change and now you want to articulate that change and when you when you when you see differently yes that is transformation that that is going home <laughs> Loving the imagery, and now I want to go to Africa. <laughs> My favorite vision that I had as you were speaking was being the waterhole, being the oasis that people come to to drink your water. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I want the listeners to walk away with that when we are whole, when we can acknowledge our wholeness, we can serve better, we can attract more people. We can't, we can't serve from an empty cup. We have to serve from our overflow so that they can come to the water and take a sip of what is you. So deep. I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> so for a year, I got to have Colleen every week and now I'm having Colleen withdrawals. <laughs> so thank you for bringing that back to me. Oh, Jane. 
Oh, I, I think we could talk forever. So, um, but I won't, I know it's late there and I appreciate so much um, you taking the time to share your wisdom with us. Where can people find you online and learn more from Colleen Joy? Uh, well, I know you're quite active on Instagram. Um, I'm quite new to Instagram, still kind of feeling my way around that. Uh, but uh, it's, it's at Colleen Joy page. I'm also on Facebook. I also have a website, colleen-joy.com. So if you if you search Colleen Joy, you're probably going to find something. If you're interested in my coaching training programs with myself and my team, then innerlifeskills.com is uh, where we offer all our ICF internationally accredited training programs. And Jen, just thank you. Thanks. Uh, it's been such a pleasure to chat to you again and all of the very best for your beautiful work. I know you're a very talented and very dedicated person in the Enneagram and coaching space. And I'm loving following you as well. Thank you so much, Colleen, for your time. Thank you, Jane. I'm getting warm fezzies. <laughs> Good. <laughs> ah, I didn't want this conversation to end such deep insights on how intuition differs from instincts. I am so grateful to have found Colleen and inner life skills. So I want you to be sure you follow her on her socials because not only will you be inspired by her incredibly deep wisdom, but also by her beautiful oil paintings, which we didn't get to talk about, but she's so talented. Go check those out. And if you're thinking about becoming a certified life coach, you will be hard pressed to find a more well-rounded, complete, and life-changing program than Inner Life Skills. So go check it out. I hope you enjoyed the extra episode you got this week. And remember, you are an oasis and people need what you have. And when you are whole and you have found your happy place, people will come and drink the water that you have and it's going to heal them. Because when you unbox yourself, you unleash your power. Thank you for listening, subscribing, and reviewing the Unbox Your Personality podcast. To learn more about yourself, go to powercoachgen.com. Find out how you are different so you can make your difference.